What is up, people? And thank you guys so much for listening in to this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk podcast. This is our first New Generation Hero Talk of the tw- new year 2020. So thank you guys so much for joining us. We're really happy to be here. Hope you guys had a happy new year. Um, we got a really packed show lineup for you guys. A lot of stuff happened. Um, I think it's been kind of a, a, a miserable week for Marvel. We'll tell you why uh, in a little bit. Some directing news, some show uh, news in terms of the Disney Plus shows, some um, weird stuff happening on the Disney uh, website and what how they're describing their movies. So a lot of weird stuff with Marvel this week. I thought it was uncharacteristic, but um, I'll, I'll see what these other guys uh, thought about what happened. Also, um, we got some trailers this week. We had two trailers. We had Birds of Prey. We had New Mutants. So that was exciting, and we have a new trailer likely coming up this week with Morbius. That obviously we're doing this now, so we're not going to be able to to recap it. But we did have an image of Morbius leaked that got a lot of attention this weekend. So we'll talk about that as well. So should be a great show. I'm excited to do it. Joining me are my co-hosts, starting with uh, Shamari, and I do want to quickly mention that um, we learned this week. Obviously, we have Crisis uh, on Infinite Earths, uh, the part you know four and four and five, I guess, coming out. And uh, CW announced that all the superhero shows that they have on their slate, I think for the most part, I think all of them have been uh, picked up. Yes. Flash, you know, uh, we don't know what the situation. We mean, we know they're rebranding Arrow, but they didn't announce anything about that officially, besides what they already talked about with Arrow and the Canaries. Um, but uh, Flash and Black Lightning uh, each got renewed. Yes. So it's very very exciting news. Um, I mean, look, I, as much as I talk about the Flash and how. Sometimes I just wanted to end. I'm still either way. I'm, I'm still glad that that the show got renewed and uh, um, you know whatever these shows do eventually end. I want them to end on a high note. Uh, the way that I think personally, I've enjoyed Arrow so far. So the way that I think Arrow is kind of ending on a high note. So um, so yeah, I'm glad all the shows have been renewed. I still have to catch up in Legends, so I'm glad that has been renewed as Bat- well. Batwoman as well. And Batwoman has been renewed as well. So I'm. I'm I mean, I'm happy to hear all of this. So, um, yeah, it's just very, very good news. Supergirl, obviously. Kendall uh, Kendall joins the show as well. Um, what do you yes. think of the renewals? They pretty much are running it back. Flash, is, we're now, what, in season seven coming up in 2021. Yeah, you know, uh, it's great to get another 24 episodes of Legends of Tomorrow to try to catch up, man. That should be fun. Do they do 24 episodes? I don't, I don't think they do that many. I hope not. I thought one of the seasons was 20. We are, very, maybe it was we are very behind. They're on season six of Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, so maybe it's just 13. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, no, nah, uh, this is this is cool. You know, uh, it's interesting that it seems like they're all coming back outside of Arrow, but then we're all getting an Arrow spinoff. So is there any room for a new show? I mean, Stargirl is coming to DC Universe, but it seems... Oh, the word has been this very show. Yeah, we're supposed to be getting a Superman show. Stargirl seems very uh, CW-esque, if you've seen any of the promo. But it does. Yeah. So I, I would not be shocked. I believe they're going to be showing it on the CW as well as DC Universe. So I would not be shocked to see that end up on the CW uh, at some point. But, um, yeah, no. Uh, welcome to 2020, uh, EJ. You know, me and Shamari, we did Imperial broadcast, but... Yeah, this is my first. first this is my first entry into 2020. Um, I thought y'all would have did Imperial. I was, man, I wasn't. A shout out to the guys who's holding it down for the last podcast. But I was in uh, California this past week, which is why there really weren't any shows. But I was waiting for, for content. I'm, I'm driving. We were driving down, you know, 
uh, California freeway. I'm trying to get some content, and I, just, I don't see. I'm like, where's where's the content? No hero talk. No oh, man. No go, imperial. Uh, yeah. I, go talk to Kathleen Kennedy about that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought y'all would at least done hero talk without me, but. Look, oh, man, it's not in the contract. We had to renew our contract for 2020. <laughs> we were in limbo. You didn't tell us. So we were like, as long as we were free agents, we don't have to do anything. But you renewed well, our contract. Luckily for them. you guys, man, uh, New Generation Hero Talk is renewed. Uh, it will be here to stay. I know there's been shows on the internet that have upset people that have been canceled. You don't got to worry about that <laughs> here. We're, we're, uh, we're, we're going nowhere. So uh, we're hopeful to have a, a big year, a great year. But um, we do want to start the show talking about um, some big news at Marvel. So, director Scott Derrickson, he uh, directed the first Doctor Strange movie. He was involved with the production of the Avenger movies. Um, uh, he even was consulting on the Thor movies. Derrickson's gone. Uh, they announced Marvel, along with Derrickson, that he will not play a part in uh, directing Doctor Strange uh, in the multi in the multiverse. Multi- multi- now, he will have an EP credit still. What that means is kind of unclear. Sometimes EP credits mean you're heavily involved. Sometimes EP credits means you're on your couch, but you did something, so they want to give you but some you, credit for it. You gave them a lot of money. It might be something. kind of a yeah. It might be a money thing where they have to give them that kind of credit. But nonetheless, yeah. uh, that's all he will have. So he left. They're citing creative differences, and this was an interesting uh, situation because we had Comic Con where Feige very um, publicly stated that. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness was going to be Marvel's first venture into horror, which excited a lot of people. Then we have um, Feige a couple weeks ago, which we did not report on this show because there's a lot of news happening and we don't, not everything that happens on a week catches on our show. Him kind of walked that back and say, uh, it's not necessarily a horror movie and, you know, kind of surprised people because people were really running with the whole thing that was going to be a horror movie and then and he publicly stated that it was going to be the first horror movie, and now he's saying perhaps it won't be. And then weeks later, Derrickson's gone. And we know Derrickson had been very, very outspoken about how excited he was to be doing a horror film within this MCU with, with this character, Doctor Strange. I was trying to piece together how this could have happened. All we can do is speculate. We don't have any facts. This is Surprisingly, and I don't know, maybe just people aren't being... Um, Irresponsible rumors, but surprisingly, it seems like uh, there's really been no chatter about what's happened. Like they've Marvel and Derrickson, maybe could out of respect because these people, you know, they've they've worked together for a long time. They've done a great job together. Maybe they didn't want to, you know, start kind of taking shots at each other in the in the media. But we really don't have a word on exactly what these creative differences were. <laughs> a leak. I, I'm only yeah, no leaks or anything like that. I'm only left to assume that maybe it has something to do with the horror situation. Considering publicly, I know how excited Derrickson was about it, and I saw Feige publicly walk it back that this would be a horror movie at all. I I can't help but wonder if maybe Disney is meddling a little bit, which is surprising to me because I would think that someone with the cachet, someone with the resume of Kevin Feige, wouldn't allow. Disney to kind of come in and meddle into his projects, particularly the projects that certain directors are, are, are visions that they have. But when I hear it's a horror movie, then months later, you're saying it's not a horror movie. That was a really strange, you know, about face to have. And then now the director is gone, a guy that they value greatly. This was, I don't know. 
this was this was odd. This was not handled that well, in my opinion. And we'll see what happens. I know I don't want to say that I'm I'm worried per se, but it, it, it is interesting. Um. So I have a couple of questions. So, um, so they they're saying this is not a horror movie anymore. I gotta pull up Faye's quote about it, but he he he. The way I kept hearing it was he walked it back. Okay. That's what that's the way I I've heard everyone describe it. Whatever he did an interview somewhere where they asked him about it again about being a horror movie, and he walked it back about it being a horror movie. Okay. So I mean, if it is, I think it could still be successful if even if it's not a horror movie. Um, and I I think it's interesting that that. I mean, it could be Disney meddling. I when and, and you know me, I, I more often than not, I take things at face value. When it comes to all oh, those creative differences, when I say I hear creative differences, I immediately think, "Oh, Feige must not have liked something that Derrickson wanted to do," and was just like, eh, "It's not going to work." You know, I have my vision. You know, and my vision is what this is going to be. If your vision is different, then I mean, we have creative differences, and we may just have to go our separate ways. Um. You know, now if it's Disney having some kind of, I honestly, I, I don't think that's what happened. You know, just because I know, I know the mouse is, you know, the mouse, and you know they're gonna, they have a lot of power and influence, and you know whatever the mouse wants, whatever Iger, you know, uh, Alan Horn, and the rest, of the the board, whatever they want is what's gonna happen. But um, I mean, Feige has a lot of power now. You know, he has a lot of power in Disney. Right. Um, I, yeah, yeah. Especially when it comes to Marvel. Every, all this stuff, Marvel makes so much money. And Feige is ahead of all of that. I mean, I I don't think someone from Disney, I don't think Alan Horn, any of these other guys, was just like, no, you're Feige, you're not going to do that. I mean, Feige, look, you know how much money Avengers has made them? <laughs> Feige would be gone, like, gone as in, like, he would get his, his pen and he would take his hat and he would leave. what's the biggest number right warner brothers netflix (laughs) warner brothers i'm on the market boom hamada's gone feige comes in Mm -hmm. so i mean i i i think this is i lean towards this being something feige and and derrickson related where derrickson may have just wanted to go a little bit too extreme and feige was maybe just like this we can't do this but i still want you like your ideas but we can't do this so I need to bring someone else on to who has a vision that's more in line with what I want to do. Um, you know, I think it's unfortunate that they that this event this had to happen this way and that Derrickson kind of had to be you know given this other role. But um, you know, either way, I still think I still have very high hopes for the movie. I, I don't think this is gonna be derailed or I'm not all of a sudden upset or. I, I I really don't have any kind of doubt that I mean we're so early on. Is this movie supposed to come out in like two years? Uh, those twenty one. So I guess now it's one year, right? Yeah, I think it's one year. Which is why this is interesting. That's the other thing I want More to point than out. One year, but yeah. Is that Marvel is saying is they're not saying this movie is being pushed back, right? So which is also fascinating. So that makes me think that they have a director in that's already in place. We just don't know who that is yet, because you lose a director. Who, I, in my opinion, I know, you know, we kind of always say more about the template and just kind of insert director here. But I think of the movies you can do that with, I would think that this movie that has a horror director 
working on it that is specifically tailored to him would not be that kind of movie. But but to me, it seems like maybe it is. Or again, maybe they 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 knew early on that this was gonna work, and they immediately found someone that maybe could do it before they made this announcement that Derrickson was no longer a part of the project. Maybe he hasn't been a part of the project for a minute now. Like they, mm-hmm. this is just the announcement. Like maybe he's been gone for a month or however long. I know they're supposed to start production on it fairly soon, Kendall. But uh, it seems strange that with the movie coming out next next May. No, May after this upcoming May, yeah, obviously, next, May twenty twenty one, that uh, that that this is this losing a director has not impacted the movie at all. That tells me that the script probably won't change. Yeah, I mean, we talk a lot about you know it's the thing we always joke that Marvel is a machine that kind of runs itself. Marvel movies are machines that run themselves, <laughs> and the directors are kind of you know driving something that's an autopilot to begin with. Uh, that's probably not giving a lot of enough credit, but yeah, I'm sure you know, I can't just direct a Marvel movie. Yeah, but with that being said, like I, I think this. I agree with Shamari that I think this comes down to a Feige and Derrickson uh, disagreement. I imagine this is no different than I don't say no different, but I imagine that this on some level is similar to what happened with Edgar Wright. Um, Edgar, Edgar Wright, of course, being attached to Ant Man. Until Peyton Reed jumped in. Now, this is different in the sense that Edgar Wright had no real relationship with Marvel versus Scott Derrickson did Doctor Strange. And, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, was you know, involved in other movies, including Endgame. But, yeah. um, so, like, he seemed to be on the same page as Kevin Feige. So that's where I can see where EJ's coming from, where it's like, maybe it wasn't a Feige deal. Maybe someone else, a third party, came in and had some some things that they wanted in the movie that Derrickson was not okay with. But, I, I, again, I just go back to the Feige. Feige has too much power now. You know, if this was maybe Feige before the deal, yeah. this was like Perlmutter, Feige going at it, mm-hmm. and Perlmutter won. But at this point, Feige is the guy at Marvel. He's the guy at Disney. I mean, we think he could be the successor to Alan Horn at this point. I don't see why Alan Horn would even you know poke the bear i mean he's done i mean like i said his res at this point he's made more money yeah and like he's made for money for more money for disney yeah than arguably like every other director producer ever yeah ever at disney yeah Yeah. i mean more than walt disney yeah i don't know i don't know it's arguable (laughs) yeah i think he has um yeah certainly in the amount of movies that he's made like per movies (laughs) movies merchandising everything yeah you know but also, it's like, given what Shamari's saying, like, beyond what Disney maybe wants, who are they to even tell Kevin Feige how to run his company? You know, like, if they had, if they had... I mean, they, they own the company. I mean, they so own they, the company, they but like... They whatever they want, really. Like, they, they own the company, but like, do they feel like they know better than him? I mean, they, I mean they're Disney, but like, like Shamari said, he's made so them so much so money. Why, so why would they feel like Dr. Guys, Strange... Yeah. Like, if Kevin Feige felt this is going to work for Doctor Strange, they told him, no, it's not. I know it's worked for Avengers, but it's not going to work for Doctor Strange. So, like, you guys make very excellent, intelligent, valid points. And you guys are probably right. (laughs) So that puts me in a weird position. But I'm still going to argue my case, nonetheless. Sometimes it doesn't take necessarily me having to tell you as the boss man, change this, because I don't think this is a good idea. Sometimes 
with Feige having such a major role at Disney now, and I say major role because you, while yes, he's only with Marvel. I mean now he's taking over Marvel Television, and when you have that, when you have an arm on Marvel Television and Marvel the movie, I mean you're you're now to me a, a major figure at Disney, not just Marvel, quote unquote. Right. Sometimes I don't have to tell you I want this done. It just sometimes some, some pressure, yeah. Sometimes, not even pressure, sometimes you just being in my circle and knowing how we think and talking to us, you come up with ideas that that fall in line more with what I want to do than maybe what you would have done had you been in your role before. So when I say, is Disney meddling, maybe that's not a fair statement. But I do wonder if Feige and his outlook on things, right. is he being influenced by by what the mouse may want to do more than he would have before now that he has such major clout in that organization now. And that's that's, 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 possible. That's that's, because to me, like what they were doing with Dr. Strange sounded extremely bold. And I want to give you guys the quotes. I don't want to misquote anyone to be fair. These quotes came from, um, Perlmutter, I believe, who was at the... Oh, it's not Perlmutter, sorry. Uh, oh, Jesus. wait, 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 wait where did uh, Perlmutter come Derek, from? Perlmutter? Derrickson, just to be clear. <laughs> came from Derrickson at Comic-Con, oh, but of course he was with on. Feige. Feige brought him out, so I'm assuming anything that... I would assume anything that Derrickson said would have been run through by Feige. That would surprise me if he said things that were shocking to him. But Derrickson had said that he wanted this movie to, quote, uh, dip into a gothic and horror tone, and that this would be the first, quote, scary MCU film. Now, what we're doing is playing semantics where he's saying, oh, well, and then Feige, his comments, to be clear, because I know Shamar asked what exactly did he say, he was asked about, you know, this being the first horror moral film, and then he clarified it and said, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's a horror film, but it will be a big MCU film with scary sequences in it. That's, I think that that is accurate to say that that's a walk back. Not to say that you guys are arguing that, but that doesn't mean that is a walk back. This guy is saying this is going to be a scary movie. He's saying there's scary sequences in it. There's scary sequences in Endgame. Well, Far from home. I was going to. That's two movies, and I would agree with both of those. I would say Shazam. Yeah. That's three movies. None of us would call those scary movies. Yeah. At all. There's, so, there's scary sequences in the first Doctor Strange. No, yes. Not a scary movie. No one would call those a scary movies. So when I hear you let your director go out there. In a major spot where I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain you went over what he was gonna say and what he was gonna talk about. In fact, he might have been the one to ask him the question. I don't know. I didn't watch the panel, but he could have. He could have said, "What is this movie gonna be like?" And he may have answered his own question. Like he says, it's gonna be a scary movie. Months later, now after not hearing anything about this movie, you come out and say, "Actually, it's not a horror film. It just has scary stuff in it." And then now the guy's gone. I don't know. Maybe I'm being conspiracy theory EJ, but that feels Disney-like to me. Like, because to me, what I would say is, I think that losing, and we didn't really get to it, I think losing Derrickson is a problem. <laughs> like, we didn't get to what this means for the movie. I think that this is not good. Like, I'm not saying that anyone could just fill the, the shoes of, uh, I'm not going to say that anyone could just fill the shoes of Derrickson. Of course, someone can come in and do a good job, but... It, it, the way they were describing this film, it seemed like it was something specifically from Derrickson's brain and his vision for how it was being done. Of course, everything is going to be in collaboration with Feige. But I feel like, 
as much as I love Feige, I think he tends to lean more on being more down the middle and kind of to a certain template. And that's been, if there's a criticism of the MCU, I think that mm-hmm. that would be it. Yeah. So when I hear that that guy, I'm not saying Feige's not creative, but that uber creative, super out there mind is leaving. And now this movie will now be really solely through Feige's vision at this point. Because now you're just hiring a director to do a movie you want. Like, this director's not going to come in and change the whole movie and do something totally different. This is now Feige's movie. Whatever we're going to see is what Feige wanted. Not to, and that movie could be great because we know Feige may be the best movie producer of all time. And that's not an overstatement. But I, I, it does disappoint me because I, I was really, this was maybe the movie I was most excited for of this new slate coming out. And now I'm kind of like, okay, well, this look more like what I've seen from the MCU, which is always great, always entertaining, always fun, but not unique. Uh, I mean, I hear what you're saying. I mean, that kind of falls in line with a lot of, you know, what I had said with regards to DC and that, you know, one advantage that DC has over Marvel is DC. I mean, they'll let, they'll get their director and they're like, here's what the title you're working on. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or if you yeah. have a good pitch and I, and I like that pitch, do it. And now, you know, they brought Hamada in because there was a little bit too much of that. And they're like, okay, we need someone you know, to have some kind of cohesive vision or some kind of idea of what this universe is going to look like that's not Zack Snyder or uh, Jeff Johns, apparently. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you there. I, I understand that concern. Um, I am... Uh, I don't know. I'm just... I'm not concerned. And I... I I very much enjoyed what Scott Derrickson did with the first Doctor Strange movie. Um, but I feel like I feel like with the pieces they have with Cumberbatch and um, uh, shoot, what's her name? Uh, the Ancient One. Tilda uh, Swinton. Yep. Yeah, Tilda Swinton and uh, Benedict Wong um, and um, uh, Baron Mordo. Uh, I feel like with the pieces they have, I don't see this movie, you know, um, especially with Feige at the, kind of at the helm. I don't think this is going to fail. I, 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 I really don't think this is going to be like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think I think Feige, I, I, I'll put it. I'll, I'll say another thing. I think Feige knows what this movie. And I think this is the case with all Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. He already knows what this movie is going to accomplish in the greater sense of the MCU. Sure. He has an outline of what the major conflict is in the MCU at this at the time this movie is going to be made. Mm-hmm. And he knows, you know, what the result of this, what the, the end result of this movie is going to, what effect that's going to have on everything else. And I think the director is going to be the person that, you know, fashions a good amount of the story. But most of the story, I feel like, has already been established and the fact that Derrickson is still an EP getting an EP credit you know means that he's left the project as a director but he's still his stamp is still on it so I'm really not concerned I, I, I'm not too concerned last about word it. on this Kendall yeah yeah last thing I'll say is we got um Kevin Feige it said last week uh or yeah about a lot yeah about a week week and a half ago that um this movie would have a character that the MCU that Marvel wanted they always wanted to use. We yes. don't we don't know who that mm-hmm. character is. Um 
we don't know if that's a point of contention. We don't know mm, if that's true too. We don't know if that character is. I mean, when I first read that, I assumed you know, who is it? Brother Voodoo? Is it, <laughs> you know, some random Doctor Strange character? That I don't know. They just really <laughs> wanted to use for years. I don't know. Potentially, but like he's been reading Doctor Strange, for right? Years. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but is it? A, it also could be a Fox character they got. What if they want to use Doctor Doom? What if they want to use? Um, Reed Richards for whatever reason. I'm not saying that it, those characters make any sense in a Doctor Strange movie, but well, I think I, would I, that I, compromise? I, yeah, you know, would that compromise what Scott Derrickson wanted to to accomplish? That's interesting. Um, yeah. because you know, I, I I think I said it on this show. Um, for those maybe who listen, who may remember, you know, if I didn't, then apologies. But I think I said that I think that the this movie will be the movie where we get Fox stuff, right? The mutants that, make more sense because we talked about WandaVision being connected. I mean, even, you, even the title. I remember I told you, as soon as I saw this title, I was like, oh, this in a May date for Doctor Strange? Not to say Doctor Strange doesn't deserve it. I think it had a May date before. But right. a May date for Doctor Strange, you're, you're bringing in multiverses. We know you just acquired a million characters. I mean, it, this yeah. is where it makes sense. And it goes back to Shamari's point. This movie has to fit into Kevin Feige's overall vision for the MCU. Scott Derrickson has his overall vision for his own movie. Sure. But if they, at one point, aligned, if they don't nearly align nearly as much as they did, because maybe Feige threw in a wrench to what would be Scott Derrickson's story, now that's where you get Scott Derrickson as the EP because he's already worked on some level of the movie and the script, but Kevin Feige's adding his own stuff. Uh, I don't think... This will affect the movie in any sense. Like, I think it'll affect the final product. Of course, it's going to be different. But I mean, if this movie's bad, I don't. I won't blame it on Scott Derrickson not being there. People will. Yeah. I won't. If if this movie's good, it's not going to be because they got rid of Scott Derrickson. You know, like I just think Scott Derrickson wanted yeah, to do his own movie. Feige didn't. Feige didn't align with what Feige wanted to do. But at the end of the day, Marvel movies are always going to be Marvel movies. You know, this is just. The minute details were the only things that would have been affected by this. Um, Hawkeye may be indefinitely on the shelf. So that's according to uh, Murphy's Multiverse. Uh, shout out to Charles Murphy and his new website. Um, he's reporting that there that the, the, the project was slated to come out on um, Disney Plus has been removed from the Marvel 2020 production schedule. So... Uh, he's saying that, you know, with Miss Marvel being, uh, you know, close to being in production and casting for uh, Moon Knight and She-Hulk really advancing heavily, that perhaps this show, for whatever reason, is being put on the back burner. There also has been conversations about Stein, Haley Steinfeld, who we know that's who they want for this, uh, this project, having this massive deal with Apple and how that re- relates to how much you can work with anything else could be a trouble spot we know obviously the jeremy renner allegations of whatever he's been dealing with um that we've talked about on this show according to the report this is not related to that stuff but we know all these things are happening so this project to me always felt like the one the one that kind of always was kind of waiting for that moment to hear that it wasn't happening uh so this came as bad news but not the most shocking news now uh, to be fair, uh, The Verge's uh, Julia Alexander came out of a report um, either today or yesterday, it was really recent, that, uh, that that story is untrue, apparently. That the delay 
is not happening and that um that that her sources at Disney are calling uh the uh the idea that they were removing Hawkeye from the production schedule as quote completely inaccurate. So, I'll toss this one to Kendall. What do you make of how this is all shaking out with uh, Hawkeye and if it is off the production schedule, how much of a setback is this for Kevin Feige's uh Marvel TV division that he's launching on the Disney Plus app. Yeah, this is interesting because I mean, Hawkeye always seemed like the one that even when they announced not even when they announced, but over the last, I don't know, two, three months when we've talked about it seemed to be the one that was like, I don't know for a fact that this is happening. Mm -hmm. Because of the Jeremy Renner stuff and, you know, Haley Steinfeld still has not yet been officially announced as Kate Bishop, uh, seems like there is some stuff with her Apple Plus deal or Apple TV deal Apple or whatever, TV, yep. and they can't really get that deal locked down. So it's just there's always, there's been some weird stuff the last couple of months to where it's like, like will they? I mean, you would think they should be able to get by it because they haven't they haven't you know shut it down yet. But um, there's always been the weird one. But at the same time, I also think this is the one where. If you didn't release it or you pushed it back, I don't think people would really be that upset. You know, I think there's a lot of stuff coming to Disney Plus over the next two years. Um, there's not a lot right now, but I think by the time we get to, like, you know, six months from now, the stuff starts coming out, whenever the stuff starts coming out, eight months from now, whatever it is, um, that's when I think we'll really start to feel it pick up. You know, WandaVision and, you know, Falcon Winter Soldier and, and stuff's going to start coming one one after the other. And, you know, Hawkeye, I, I think Hawkeye will be fine. That's my if my that's my guess. I think it will come out. I think it will come out on schedule. Uh, whether or not Steinfeld's in it, I can't I can't say. I would imagine so because since that's the person they're targeting. But, um, yeah, I don't know. My guess is that this will be fine now. But for argument's sake, Sham, let's say there is trouble with this, and it's it even if it's not off the schedule, it's unclear if this is gonna come out. One of the things we talked about with this, uh, with this vision that Feige had, what they were trying to do, was how ambitious it was. When we saw the slate that they were coming out with at Marvel Comic Con and seeing all of those uh, Disney Plus shows, along with all of those movies, all of them coming out really at the same time. It wasn't like they were going to take a break from movies, do a year of TV. They were just doing them all at once. We all had the same question of, is this possible? Well, now we're hearing the first possible casualty of that ambitious plan. Does that leave you concerned about Marvel's ability to really enact this slate that they dropped at Comic-Con just this past summer? Um, uh, No, it doesn't leave me concerned that they can enact uh, the slate. Um, uh, I mean... When it comes to, uh, I mean, and when it comes to this sh- this show in particular, um, I f- and when when is the release? What's the release for for this show? Is um, this one? I believe it's twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's coming up. I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm still not too concerned. Um, I I am glad to hear that the rumors are not true, according to, um. According to uh, was that who, Verge? Uh, the this Verge. was yeah, Julia Alexander from. Verge. According to Verge. Julia Alexander from the Verge, the, these rumors are not true. So that I mean, that's good to hear. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've heard. I, I mean, I know Haley Seinfeld is in the Apple TV Plus show Dickinson, which I yep. know has been getting very good 
um, very good reception. Um, I don't know if that would if that is conflicting with uh, this this show because I know that show is doing well, so it's probably going to get a second season. Um, but look, e- either way, I'm still excited for the show. I know Renner's got a lot of stuff going on. Um, no, he doesn't, Shamari. <laughs> and uh, uh, no, it's funny. It's it's actually funny that it's a random side story, but apparently Jeremy Renner, um, uh, the place that I work, a lot of uh, people, uh, they the, one of our offices is in Reno, Nevada, and uh, there was a big brouhaha because Jeremy Renner, that's his hometown. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> People are like, oh, Jeremy Renner's in town. It's a whole <laughs> big thing. People are like, oh, I love that guy. Da, da, da. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, I'm not too concerned. I mean, I this is you know, it, you're ne- it's never good to hear this stuff. But I trust Feige. You know, I trust uh, Disney, Marvel, Marvel Studios. They know what they're doing. Um, I'm excited for Winter Falcon and Winter Soldier. And even if, for the sake of argument, there is some kind of something wrong with this show there's so many other shows to look forward to um and this was maybe wrongfully so but this was not at the top of my list when it comes Mm. to disney plus uh content so um so yeah i'm not too concerned um some casting news uh with marvel that was good news not obviously the disappointing news of potentially hawkeye uh, being on the show christian bale apparently in talks to that man to be yes, uh, the Dark Knight Batman, <laughs> um, in talks to be in Thor: Love and Thunder. So, I don't know. This is uh, surprising to me because Bale has been nowhere near anything involving superheroes since he left the Dark Knight role. Certainly not Marvel. And, and now you have him now in talks with Marvel, so that's interesting as well. Uh, Shamari, what what do you think of Bale? possibly being in this movie and what role would you want to see him in uh, i'm glad that christian bale is getting more work i mean he's a very good actor i mean he was getting work he just wasn't getting work in this field <laughs> yeah i he, think he'll be he, fine he, without work just, he's, been, he's been fine he's been in movies he, i, I think haven't he's seen up, him in anything he could never work a day in his life he'll be yeah. fine ford versus ferrari <laughs> it's like uh is, i think he's gonna get awards for it or yeah he will likely be nominated yeah, likely for an oscar might very very likely yes um but either way i'm glad i'm glad he's getting some marvel money Glad Feige was able. <laughs> I'm glad Feige was able to uh, to bring him into the fold. He's extremely talented, and um, you know whether he's playing you know Beta Ray Bill or whether he's playing um, you know I, I've seen things of Mephisto. Uh, so whoever he's playing, um, I'm very glad and excited that he will be a part of this movie. I'm excited to see what Taika is going to do with Christian Bale. I mean, it, I mean I haven't seen him play a comedic character like that i mean i don't know it, it'll be very interesting to see yeah it's fascinating way. because kendall shamari said taika has a very specific style of directing and i don't think christian bale when i think of taika waititi so what do you make of this fit potentially a role of, of bale being in in this film yeah you know uh i mean we've talked about this movie seems to be you know, we, I mean, we know that the story, you know, we know Jane Foster's going to be in it. This could be a, a, a heavier movie than we've seen from Taika Waititi. It could be a heavier movie than we've seen from Marvel for the most part. So, uh, if that's the case, maybe Christian Bale is, is excited about the project he could potentially be joining. 
you know, because this movie has a chance to really be uh, deeper than your average, you know, amusement park, theme park, Marvel movie, according to <laughs> Martin Scorsese. But, um, so that, that I think, is something that certainly intrigues Christian Bale and maybe feels like this is a better fit than maybe your average Marvel movie. Um, but in terms of roles that he could potentially be playing, playing I, I just can't see any other fit besides Better Ray Bill. Bill. Not anybody that is strictly, purely tied to the Thor. to the Thor canon. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I mean, could he be playing Doctor Doom? Sure. You know, could he play, you know, Wolverine? Sure. But, I mean, I those characters make no sense in a Thor movie. Um, but if we're saying people that would make sense in Thor, Better Ray Bill, big enough character in the Thor mythos uh, that I think you can sell me on Christian Bale playing him and like I mean they talked about how they wanted better Ray Bill in the last movie or at least they wanted to tease his character yeah and they 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 decided against it but it's clear that they want it's clear they want to use that character and it's clear I would imagine if they do use that character that's going to be in a major capacity so um my guess is that's who he's playing either better Ray Bill or he's playing the villain whoever the villain is but uh which could end up being better Ray Bill also but um yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I think this is nothing but positive because he's a very good actor, mm-hmm. and this has a chance to be a different kind of Marvel movie. I mean, I'm all for if they cast him as Better Ray Bill. I mean, that would just be so cool. Who would have thought that Bale <laughs> would, would would be interested in a role like that and would yeah. play that role like that? I think he could do an unbelievable job. Um, it, you know, he even has, like, a very interesting facial structure that I feel like with CGI he'd look perfect as better Ray Bill, because life is how he is, and we never get exactly what we want. I just feel like it's not going to be better Ray Bill. Now, now there are rumors that uh, Bill will be in this movie. So, yeah, I'm sure he'll be in it, and I think that, and I think Bale. that he will, he will be in this movie. I don't know if it's going to be Christian Bale. One of the people I've seen thrown out there, I think, does make sense is Dario Ager, who um, is a is a Jane Foster Thor villain. Um, uh, he's a CEO of Roxxon, a businessman who then becomes Minotaur. And I think Bale also has the facial features of like kind of like a Minotaur as well, you know. So I think he he works in both ways, and it, we know he can play the billionaire businessman of an oil company. Like we've seen him do that role a zillion Rock times. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I don't, I don't need to see Rock another something that they've they've. They're not afraid to go back to that. I, well, I just don't need to see another Adrian Chase, another <laughs> Aldrich Killian, another. Uh, Darren Cross. Yeah, yeah, that's that's Adrian Chase. I meant Darren Cross. <laughs> you know, Aldrich but, Killian. Yeah. Uh, Alexander Pierce. Like, you know, your Justin, random Justin Hammer. Justin Hammer, your random Marvel suit. Who you know, Obadiah Stane, who decides <laughs> to get some sort of random power. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 not just a movie trope. I mean, it's a another, superhero uh, trope. I would yeah, say another. It's, uh, it's a thing the, that they the always... guy in, the, another Riot or whatever from Venom. Yeah, of course, Riot. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a trope, but it, it does fit for Jane's character. It fits for um, for and I think it would fit for fight for um for Bale if they went that route. Of course, we want to see him play better. Ray Bill, I I have my doubts that that's where he will go. But if they go with that, I mean, boy, talk about really stamping your flag and making people big game excited. hunting, man. Yeah, and 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 if they can get Bale to want to be better, Ray Bill, or do better, Ray Bill, that that says a lot too, because you know that's. 
is Beta Ray is like a D-list Marvel character. Yeah, the cult following, we all love him, but on the grand he ain't team, A-list. Yeah. So when you get someone like Christian Bale, Academy Award caliber actor to play that kind of role, I know he is for the bag partially, but still, that says a lot about what Marvel is. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I do want to also talk about a story that came out this week that is 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 by most accounts a rumor, but Jeremy Conrad came out with this scoop, so shout out to him. He's saying that Marvel, at some point in time, acquired the full rights of the incredible of the Hulk and Namor. We don't know when this happened. Uh, it's it's kind of unclear how this happened, but these two characters, their rights are owned by Universal, which has been part of the reason why we have not seen a Hulk movie since The Incredible Hulk. At that point in time, Marvel cut some deal with Universal to do that movie at that time. They haven't done a deal like that since. It's also part of the reason why we haven't seen Namor, because they can't use Namor. Apparently, according to, uh, to, to Conrad, those characters are back in-house. Whether it's a deal similar to Spider-Man or full rights, as Conrad's saying, we can't confirm, but that's what at least is being said. No one else has backed this up yet. If uh, if Kendall, these two characters are back in the fold, um, do you think this pretty much confirms, one, that uh, Namor will be in Black Panther? And uh, and two, what do, you, what do you think that means for the future of the Hulk? Yeah. Um, those are, it's interesting. Those are two interesting questions. You know, I the, the Hulk right situation has always been weird. Um, it seems as if Universal... And Marvel were kind of sharing Hulk's rights, and why Marvel. hasn't Universal fought Marvel the way Sony has fought Marvel? Well, I think the idea is that Marvel can do the Hulk whenever they want, but then they would have to they give just, a lot of money. To they just have to give Universal, Universal money, and they're I just see. like that's a waste. Of, that's a waste of money, I, I <laughs> you know. It's yeah. both just putting him in the Avengers or putting him in Thor or whatever. So they just like, all right, we won't do Hulk movies. Um, but I guess Universal's like, all right, this is a waste of our time. <laughs> you know, just give us $100 million or whatever it costs, and we'll, we'll sever all ties. Mm-hmm. Um, and that makes sense for Universal, I would imagine, uh, if Marvel's not going to play nice with them. Um, but in terms of the future, I don't think this means that necessarily we're getting Namor in Black Panther. Um, I don't think we'd get a Namor movie. And I think, I want to say that's what Conrad said in his story, is that they wouldn't do it because of Aquaman, um, but uh, he said that there's a good chance that we could get Namor as a villain of a Marvel movie. Maybe that's Black Panther. Maybe it's another movie. Maybe it's Fantastic Four. I think Fantastic Four maybe would make more sense, but um, in terms of the Hulk, I think this means that if we have the Hulk full time, I think this means that we'll get a Hulk. There's a good chance that we could get a Hulk Amadeus show. Not too down not too far down the line i think that that's a 100 the only story i see why you would even want to want to do this because i know some people have pointed out you know oh we could do a world war hulk i think that that, that already that shit that has sailed yeah whatever, you know when yeah. you did ragnarok how you did it now and now you see hulk how he is how they turned him into who he is in um avengers uh endgame and like you, you can't not go back to him being <laughs> The crazy Hulk that people want to ship out, and he's a cast off, and they, that not unless it's a flashback. 
But even then, but like, like for for what are you yeah, flashing back yeah, to? Yeah, I wouldn't care. But. Yeah, so so uh, a Planet Hulk, a Werewolf Hulk, those are the two movie people would mm-hmm. would have wanted to see. That's not on the. I don't think that's on the docket anymore. I, I, so to me, I agree with Kendall. Amadeus show seems to be where you would go. You want to have a team up with him to introduce him as eventually becoming the new Hulk, and Ruffalo rides off into the sunset. Or maybe he's a part of the MCU, but no longer you know kind of like, you know, the, the active the active Hulk. You know, right. maybe he's a, a more a bit player in the MCU. Yeah, I mean, I think that um, I think that their World War Hulk was Age of Ultron. The Age of Ultron Hulk kind of goes crazy, and right, you're right about that. And that's, that's true. Hulkbuster fighting him, and he's all destroying everything. Yeah, that's true. I think that was their World War Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that plus yeah, that plus uh, yeah, because we don't need to see right. that again. Yeah, you know, it's like that. That was their World War Hulk. Hulk was unstoppable. They didn't know what to do. You know, Tony had to use a Hulkbuster, and he eventually got stopped. And then he got sent off into space. I mean, I think that's basically, you know, the extent of what we're going to get when it comes to that. Um, either way, this is very exciting uh, for me, if this is true, of course, that um, we're going to get be getting, finally, um, uh, the full, you know, extent of what Marvel is it would be able to do with the Hulk. Um I mean, I'm kind of more hoping for something like uh, closer to what we've gotten in like a Hulk versus, where we can get a Hulk versus Wolverine possibly, or a Hulk. You know, Ruffalo Hulk was pitching, versus, was pitching uh, ideas Thor. to uh, was pitching ideas to Feige about what he would want to do. I mean, I, I don't think anyone could argue that the most exciting idea outside the World War Hulk, Planet Hulk ideas would be Hulk versus Wolverine. I mean, that's I, I don't. That would be nuts. What a way to introduce Wolverine to the MCU. I just don't think that they're they're gonna do that. No, yeah, no. Nah, I, I think that's. Because hey. I think because yeah. I just feel like, again like this. Bruce Banner is just they've 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 evolved him. He's at a different point in his life, and that's <laughs> fine. It's cool. Like time runs its course. Yeah, yeah, and like it's we look. We've had that you know kind of like you know. Um, barbaric Hulk for a long time, a decade. You know the the, the original all the original all the original Avengers are kind of moving on at this point. And people have to have to realize that. You know, no more Stark, no more mm. Rogers. <laughs> Thor is at a different point. Uh, Hulk's at a different point. Black Widow's had her last movie; she's gone, and then Hawkeye is doing his own thing. You know, but he's kind of at a different point. Like outside of them, like the they're not the active Marvel heroes anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean we'll never see them again, but in terms of like getting any like crazy huge stories, I don't think we're gonna get that. You know, uh, now someone like Amadeus Show could become the Hulk, and like you said, that can be a way in which you can int- keep that character alive. Uh, he'd just be a different character. In regards to Namor, real quick, um, again, we don't know what the details are and how they would use him, but I mean, if you're gaining his full rights. It just tells me that there's a there's an urgency to me. If you're gaining his full rights at this point in time, you're not gaining his full rights to say, "Oh, we'll think of something down the line." Like they they clearly made some allusion to something happening underwater in Endgame. And also, when you think about the fact that this it's being reported, like they may have gained his rights, they could have gained his rights 
before know, months ago. Yeah, they could have gained. Yeah, in theory, they could have. They could have gained the fact game that a reporter knows this now makes me think that things may be in motion. In motion. Right. right, casting could be in motion. You know. Right, I I totally agree with that. So, to me, that means that there's some urgency involved when I look at the movies that are on the slate or things that that we know of that are happening. And if a Namor movie is not in the cards, which makes sense, I don't want to see a Namor movie. I don't know where else he's coming in. To me, that like Black Panther makes the most sense. We know Coogler. We know he wants to do Namor, and I don't see where else he's coming in to the fold with any of these other movies or these other shows. That to me is where he fits. If Namor is in Black Panther two, how many records is Black Panther two gonna break? If Namor is in Black Panther two, only if The Rock is cast. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I think that they will be able to get someone massive for that role, and it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if it was The Rock. The Rock is tough to fight, right? We don't. So we, I feel like we covered. Well, I mean, he said yeah, he said he's talking to fight. I, I mean, I don't know. I think he's. I'm not. To, I I'm not trying not. to say that. I think he's talking. I'm not trying to say that that I, means look, he's going to be Namor. I'm just I saying told, look, that the 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 big game hunting Marvel they don't have. I have my they theory. Don't, they don't have a budget. I have like, who they could they who they could sign. Yeah, oh yeah, Disney, yeah, Disney. Especially given the new Feige deal we talked about, like Marvel could do. They're gonna go well. for a complete, complete grand slam with yeah. this casting. Now, if that's I, gonna be the person, my my my, uh, my theory with the the the, the Rock Feige negotiations, I won't say negotiations, discussions, preliminary discussions. I think it's surrounding the Rock playing Bengra. But wow, that's my guess. Have you ever said that on the show? I don't think nope. so. I don't think you've ever told me that. Nope. Yeah. I think I've heard that thrown out there by someone else. Mm. I'm not completely coming out of this out of nowhere, but... Um, you, you think that's a little bit too on the nose? The Rock playing the thing, playing Ben Grimm? That's actually kind of funny. I, I think they were wrong with that. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but I think that that, that goes... That is funny. I was trying to go where you're going. I was like, oh, yeah, I get it. Cause I think that goes even deeper. Ben Grimm's a big rock, basically. <laughs> they could even throw, like, fourth wall jokes at that. Oh, yeah. you could. Oh, you some kind of rock? Yeah, he called me. Like, you don't call me the rock. Or he said, like, yeah, yeah, you know, what do you call me? The rock. That's a stupid stupid ass name. Yeah, exactly. Like, that would be a, that could be funny. Oh, that's interesting. We, like, similar to how Vin Diesel's plays Groot, you know, I could see him saying, like, I don't want to do a character, especially since he's going to be Black Adam, but if he did a voice. So you think Ben Grimm will be CGI in 20 whatever we see him? What do you mean? Because you're saying that... Like, I mean, The Rock will still... Like, you'll see The Rock for, like, you know... I know, but, like, the, minutes, the but. thing will be CGI, though, is what I'm saying. I mean, it's not going to be The Rock. Yeah. He's gonna I don't CGI. know about that. I don't know about that. I think the thing looked good in the in the 2015 movie. Like, the movie I gotta is see, trash. I, gotta, I, gotta see I, it, I agree with that, too. But thing really? was, like, not yeah, thing the worst part of the movie. Look terrible. He, I mean, he was really from big what I saw, and bulky and rocky. I mean, he was huge. But yeah, like but I think that's what I would He imagine. looked way better than the other than the executioner thing. The, You're right, uh, Michael right. Chiklis. Yeah, yeah, Michael, Michael Chiklis. <laughs> we can't do that again. <laughs> I know that for a fact. I'd be surprised that The Rock would would not want to. He he's such a in your face personality. Yeah, it would surprise me that he wouldn't want to be himself, like in a costume or something. Yeah, even in a costume, I feel like he'd want to be there. But I don't know. I could be wrong. He's also you know, super busy. That I, I mean, I mean, he still has to be. And like we've seen like, what they've done with Hulk, what they've done with Thanos. Like perhaps he can be that character, but you know, in that 
whole getup now. My right. question is, how much are you paying The Rock to do that? Yeah. I'm assuming... I don't even want to know the number. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's scary to think of what number that would take right. for him to do that. But if Robert it's big Downey en- number, yeah. But if it's big enough, he may he may do it. Um, that's fascinating. But I do... Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know who Namor would be, but I do feel like this is setting up for what we are expecting, which is Namor versus Black Panther. It's why we got that Black Panther date. Like, I, I like all the things kind of make sense now. Like, Black Panther's the only movie besides... Blade that was announced post this, you know, phase, what, before now? Phase four? Yeah. And it's the only movie beyond, beyond phase four with the date. So I think that tells me that there there, there was things in motion even pa- this past summer, and now perhaps we're now learning what that is with Namor in, in regards to how he fits in. Uh, we got trailers this week. So our first, um, I'll, I'll switch to DC. I kind of want to talk about New Mutants because there's some Marvel stuff in there, but I'll leave that for a second just to quickly get into the DC story uh, this week um, besides the question to talk about with the CW stuff. But Birds of Prey, they had a trailer come out this week. It's funny because uh, I did not know they had a trailer. which Yeah, about 20 minutes before the show. Which is, says maybe a lot. I don't know. I was on vacation. I will put that. I, I don't want to say anything. I was on vacation. I could have just been so detached. But I didn't know there was a trailer. Kendall, I just told Kendall I was frustrated because I'm watching the TV spot. I'm watching the football game playoffs, and uh, and I'm watching the TV spot, and I, I like the TV spots whatever. Like it's a lot of Harley Quinn, which I expect or whatever. But at the end, the the narrator literally goes Harley Quinn in Birds of Prey, and I'm like, they ain't even trying to make this right, movie right, like right. it has equal. I mean, they just and maybe I'm just being naive, and I may I should just stop complaining about it. But I was just kind of disgusted. Yeah. I'm like, what? Harley Quinn in Birds of Prey? Like, why did they just call it the Harley Quinn movie? Like, what? Right, 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 right. on what earth did they d- decide that this should have been Birds of Prey? I don't, I do not understand it. It doesn't make sense <laughs> to me. And it, it boggles my mind. With all that being said, I saw the trailer. The trailer is good. I gotta yeah. be honest, and 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 and, and to be fair, I have been rooting for this movie. It wasn't until I saw the first trailer that I became anti this movie, but uh, the last trailer was really good. Yeah. It was one hundred times better than the first one. It was not boring. It Very showed engaging. showed way more um, character. Uh, it showed that the stuff we need to see, like we need to see Black Mask in his mask. Yep. Um, we 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 need to see more of those other characters and action sequences. Um, and, and, I, and I think that the, the the parts they picked with Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn, they just, they hit better. The lines were funnier. I felt her character a little more. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't know who cut that first trailer. And I don't know if maybe they had a whatever company, yeah, Whatever company cut that trailer is they, Warner Brothers. Yeah, cut I'm assuming they could not have cut the second one because it's, <laughs> it's so much better. Yeah. So um, I, I still am disappointed in how this, the route this movie is going and what this movie will become. It still could be great. I just wish it would have been something different. But being objective, being honest about what I saw, that was a very, very good trailer, and it's disappointing that it wasn't the first one. Yeah, I enjoyed the trailer. I mean, I thought it was... Um, I didn't dislike the first trailer as much as you guys did, but I, I enjoyed this trailer. I mean, I think that... Um, I like Black Mask. I think Ewan McGregor's going to knock the role out of the park. Um, I think that... Uh, I like that uh, that uh, they showed Harley's hyenas. Yeah, that was, that cool. was cool. I yeah. think that's really cool. I think they look great. I think that's going to be really fun to see in the movies. Um, I think they're going to 
<laughs> I don't know why I was it. I was like, oh, they're gonna be good for the kids, but it is rated R, so they're not gonna be for, there for the kids. <laughs> yeah. Curses in like the first ten seconds. <laughs> trailer online. Yeah. So, um, but uh, but yeah, I'm digging it. I, I I like that they showed more of the action in the movie. I think the action is gonna be really good. Um, you know, I I think the support the I guess the supporting cast since Margot Robbie seems to be the main character. I think the supporting cast is going to be the kind of the highlight of the movie and Ewan McGregor. Um, you really think so? Uh, yeah, I didn't see it from that trailer. Yeah, I I think I think they're I don't know why, but I think they're hiding it. I I think that you know I think we're going to be surprised. Everything that I've seen so far, at least, I I'm I'm not disappointed. So I'm. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think this movie, I mean, look, I told Shamari, I was watching, we watched the trailer together when it debuted, and I was like, we all were in agreement. This was, I thought this was a very, very good trailer. I would go as far as say I think it was a great trailer. I think you could say that. Um, I told Shamari, look. Um, oh, and they already released an album. The album. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. When did the uh, movie come out? February. February. No, like what date? I know February. I think like February. Uh, I admit, to be fair, I know that wasn't obvious. Right, right. Yeah, I'm like, oh, like, like, in, in my head it was May? obvious. <laughs> in my head it was it's obvious. Coming out twenty one. I meant like how early in February? Uh, I have a computer for my face. Pretty sure, pretty sure early February. Because um, it's surprising. I mean, it feels early to release the album to a movie. That yeah, it's, it's Fe- so far February seventh. That seems early. The album's out now. Yeah, that seems early. Three weeks at least, almost a month. Don't maybe, maybe a little. I think I think they released the album. I know they released the, the I think list. they released I think the list. They, I know they released the list of people that are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's different. Yeah, we know who's on. We know the song. Um, yeah, I I I told you, Mario. I was like, this trailer felt like the Suicide Squad trailers that we got before Suicide Squad came out, and those were that was a great marketing campaign. It was. And this had that feel to it. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if they just went back to that company. <laughs> that company didn't do the first trailer. Like, All right, let's go back to that. Um, I don't, now look, they very obviously connect this back to Suicide Squad uh, on some level. They, I mean, they don't show Jared Leto, but, you know, you're supposed to assume that you've kind of seen Suicide Squad, or at least you know who Joker is. But, um, this also is a trailer that, like, I could definitely still see this movie not being good. Like, you can oh, have yeah. good trailers yeah, definitely. for bad movies. And, like, I see a path where this movie could still be terrible. But I do see a path where this movie could be good. And um, I think we got, like you just said, we got all the necessary things we needed, that we wanted. I don't feel necessarily, I feel like that was a Birds of Prey trailer. The first trailer was Harley Quinn and nothing else. This was, all right, it's, as we figure, a Harley Quinn-focused movie, but with a team. Right. You know, and, and we even got what their motivations are. Each motivation, each it's interesting how each of them tied are tied to black masks. And on some level that's what they're connect that's the way that that's the, the webs that interconnect that interconnect them. Um you know, we see uh Black Mask and we see Victor's ass in this movie and what the, whatever I don't know what their motivations are. You know, there were there were some early reports, leaks, you know, particularly from Grace Randolph uh, about what the initial about what the initial plot of the movie was supposed to be, we don't know if that's gonna end, ultimately end up being the movie. But that was very controversial when it came out. Um, it's hard; I mean, you can't tell if that's what the movie is ultimately gonna end up being. But um, no, yeah, I feel like this was a good trailer. I think they 
they focused on the characters, which was good, and we got an idea of who the characters are. And we got good shots of Ewan McGregor, so we know who the villains are. Even if you don't know who Black Mask is, you know who the villain is. You know who the villain of this movie is. So, I think this was an A- minus to an A trailer. And I think they, they actually did a good job of also um, finding a way to kind of give us some story plot. Exactly. Like, right. now I get the story. Okay. Black Mass has a score to sell with all of them in a way that makes sense. And it wasn't it was a little exposition-y, but you need I that when you some, have I needed something. We have six or seven characters. Yeah. Half of them most people don't know who any of them are. And we we've never been if we never been it's this is even though it's it's not a sequel per se, but it, it is continuing something. We've seen this Harley Quinn before. Right. But all the other characters have never been introduced to us. Right. So right. they need to give me something other than I'm I'm not with the Joker anymore and yeah. I'm doing stuff. If you start showing people People are going to be like, who's this person? Who's that person? And right. what's their name? And who are they? Now, every now, like, if you don't know who they are, you can Google them. You know, but at the very least, you know who they are. You know what their motivations are. You can kind of tell their personalities based off of their mannerisms in the trailer. And uh, the, the music was good. Like, they just did a good job. It was a fun, engaging trailer. Yeah, and, and I, look, I still have major concerns. Oh, yeah. It's major. Still, be, could still very much be a major bad Major concern bad about movie. this movie. But... Shout out to DC for doing a hell of a job on a second trailer. Um, I feel like, man, they missed an opportunity because, like, this showed me something. This made me say, oh, I, I got to see this movie. Like, yo, that first trailer, I'm, I was going to see it because I do this podcast. That first trailer, I was not running to see this movie. I, I, I was like, I guess I'm going to see it, but it ain't going to be like I need to see it in the first weekend. I'll get to it when I get to it. Um, but now I'm like, oh, okay, I got to see this movie. Like this, this now it piqued my interest finally, but it's just, it's too late in the game. I think, I think that I think that they've botched this. Am I wrong? Do you think that they like this trailer could have saved whatever energy they lost? Um, I didn't get the impression that it did because I haven't seen a lot of people talking about it, even though we all agree it was a very good trailer. This movie comes out. You said what February seventh? Seventh. You said right, Shane? Yep. This movie comes out February seventh. Yeah, they still have a month. They really, really push. What they should have done was they should have played this like during like and they played it during the playoffs in terms of the TV spot. But they should have played this like during like the national championship game. In well, that's a, well, that's an expletive in it, so it would have had to be an edited version or a different version, right? Um, At least one. I don't know if there are more than one. We're getting Black Widow during the national championship game, so they wouldn't have done that. But <laughs> um, yeah, ABC was not Disney was not giving them that chance. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I don't know. I just feel like I don't play during the you know the halftime of a playoff game. You know, the NBC playoff game. I don't know. But they just like they have to get this out. Like they have to have people see this because it's just it's just gonna be a hard movie to sell, especially to a male audience of people that don't watch superhero movies. Yeah, like, and I would argue, and I could argue, male audience that does. Like, I think that um, it's going to be a very fast. This is going to be a very fascinating case study. I think. I think it's one of the more fascinating case studies we've had uh, with movies recently because while yes, we've had female. Well, we've only had one female movie, to be fair, but we've had movies with females in it. (laughs) Or two, I guess, right? Well, what's the second one? Captain Marvel. Marvel. I know it was. I don't know why. I, I thought I was like that. No, that's two. That's, not, that's not a good sign for Captain Marvel. Um, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it came before Endgame. So anything that came right before after Endgame is kind of forgettable. Despite Marvel and Spider Man also being good. Um, 
so we've had female-led movies that done well, but this just feels different. I feel like this is going to be more of a pull for getting your fan base to show up. Because I felt like those other movies, while the, the fan bases were going to show up because they were big-time, big-time budgeted, marketed, big-time movies. This is not in that same ilk. No, it is a niche movie. It is a niche movie. So the momentum behind... And then they they flopped with the, <laughs> with the first trailer. Yeah. So the momentum behind this movie is so small, in my opinion. This is going to take the superhero nerd to really push it across whatever number they're looking for in the first weekend or even just period or overall is overall performance at the box office and i don't think it's gonna do well i'll be honest i I feel the same way my gut tells me this may not work out this movie would have to be like spectacular i think to get people i i agree i think that this i think this is they're at the point now where it's almost like it's almost like a boxer when you know you're down on points and you see a knockout this is to me what birds of prey is at it's they're down on points. Whatever their marketing campaign and everything, that did not work. Now the movie's going to come out. They have to find a way to – this movie has to be a knockout for them to, to make whatever money they need to make. Because I think they're not going to get it from – even if they get it from the first weekend, it's going to be from word of mouth from the people, the critics saying this movie is incredible. Go see it. Yeah. But even if they don't get it on the first weekend and it's a fan saying go see it, they're not going to get it initially from anything they've done. It's going to have to be what the movie did uh, – so it is what they've done. But I mean, anything they did before the release of the movie. Right. Um, anything that happens after, that's going to be all on them. That's going to be where they're going to get whatever number they get. Because I agree. I don't know. Sham, do you disagree or agree about its box office potential? Yeah. I, I think that they're in trouble. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I agree. I feel like at this point, it's just, I, I agree with what Kendall said, where it's just kind of going to stand on the merits of its how good the movie is. Mm-hmm. You know, which... I mean, it shouldn't be a bad thing. <laughs> I mean, for if a studio has faith in the movie, you know, like if they if they have faith in this movie and they think, yeah, this is a good movie, this is a good property, um, then it's just gonna be based on word of mouth, you know, based on is is the movie getting like I was, uh, you know, fascinated and interested in seeing the movie 1917, and based on the trailers, I had no interest in seeing that movie. Yeah. Uh, but Same. but it was getting very critical acclaim, you know. People saying it's great, so I'm like, hey, well, maybe I gotta see it. Birds of Prey now. Birds of Prey isn't gonna be as good as that movie, but like, it needs that same push, you know. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, I, I, I feel like I, I feel like I'm gonna feel similarly about this movie and as to how I felt about um, Suicide Squad. I mean, I enjoyed parts of it, but overall, it, it was kind of messy. I mean, that's kind of what I the sense that I'm getting from this movie, mm-hmm. which, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Now, I I think this movie will be. I think this movie's gonna make more sense because I think Black Mask is just gonna be a, a way better villain than Enchantress. Yeah, I agree with so that. So I think that's yeah, going so to be 100%. a massive upgrade. I don't think the the I don't think I'm gonna like the cast as much as I liked the cast in Suicide Squad, uh, but. But I, it's hard for me to say that because I don't know what any of these characters are like outside Harley Quinn. You know, I could be jumping the gun on that. But uh, I think the movie will probably be slightly better only because of Black Mask. Um, but I don't, I don't know. Because I, 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 I do like this cast. 
I think Margot like Robbie's Rosie gonna Perez. do. Yeah. I do like uh, Winstead playing um, mm-hmm. um, Huntress. Like, just like in terms of like, I don't know, like Suicide Squad. I came into the movie, I knew all right, Will Smith's gonna be Will Smith. I you know I like I can tell what character Flash is gonna be. I can tell what Viola Davis. Is. I know the character Harley Quinn's gonna be. I can tell how Leto's playing Joker. This movie, I only thing I, only thing I know is who Harley Quinn is. The rest of these characters, we know nothing about. And I don't even know how... They, I, we haven't said a word. I mean, all we know is what Harley Quinn told us, which was... Yes. Bob Canary was working with, for Black Mass at some yeah, point. Yeah, she's probably... Under, they all screwed him over. Probably him undercover. Over. Huntress killed off somebody that he was yeah. working with, and that Montoya is trying to build a case against him. And, and Kane stole something from him. Right. Which was a diamond, it looked like. Yeah. So, we know what their relationship is to Black Mass. That's all we know. Mm-hmm. Um... Other trailer we got this week was New Mutants. It came after it came with some controversy afterwards that we'll get to in a second. But first, I do want to talk about the trailer. Um, I thought this also was a pretty solid trailer. Uh, it was not, you know, it's very it, it to me it reminded me a lot of what we saw from them before. Um, the first trailer we got from Fox a long, long time ago, very much based on horror, not uh, apologetic about it at all. If there were questions about whether or not Marvel would kind of try to tone it down a little bit, it doesn't appear like that's happening to me. Um, maybe you guys would disagree, but to me, it looks like this is pretty much a horror movie like we expected it to be. Yep. And um, I was I was cool with it. I thought that uh, we saw the shots we needed to see. I think that this is going to be very different, and it's unfortunate to me that this movie... Um, it's unfortunate to me that this movie had, like, two years in between trailers because I feel like had this been a new movie, like this would be interesting. This would be really exciting. <laughs> my favorite sorry. my favorite meme is the uh the or the the online meme that I that I love about this new mutant movie is like, yeah, you know, the new mutants cast trying to explain what this movie is about <laughs> after filming it two years two, three years ago. And it's just like they, they don't know how to explain it. They're, they're like, uh uh <laughs> it's been so long. Um That's funny. Yeah, I mean this is that's gonna be a challenge for sure, but um, look, I, I I'm 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 in, I'm in, interested. I don't know what it's gonna be. I can't say it's gonna be good. I can't say it's gonna be bad. It's so different than anything that any superhero movie tried to do. Maybe with the exception of what we thought we were gonna get from Doctor Strange. And to be fair, maybe we still will get it. Um, but it, it still piqued my attention. It was not like that first Birds of Prey trailer. Like I watched it, I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Uh, it's not what I would have looked for or wanted to see in a New Mutants movie, but this is what it is. Um, Shamari, what did you think of the New Mutants trailer? Uh, I thought, I like this one. I like it better than the first one. Um, I mean, we got more of an explanation of what's going on. You know, we're still not completely sure what's going on, but we got more characterization in this trailer instead of just, you know, jump scares and it's yeah. a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. Monsters and jump scares <laughs> and dark. Jump scares and then new mutants and it's like, dag, you know. But, um, but yeah, th- yeah, I like this trailer, you know. So I, it could be good. I, I, I do enjoy horror movies. So, I mean, maybe this will be a good horror movie also. Um, but, um, but, yeah, I mean, it, sh- it should be interesting. Um, I mean, it's, they got talent in the movie. If there's going to be a flaw, it's not going to be the acting performances. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear you talk about the blunder that happened as well. But we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, Kendall, you want to talk about the trailer real quick? 
Yeah, I thought this trailer, I agree with you guys. I think, I agree with you guys to a point. Because, I thought this trailer was improved. I agree with you guys about that. I do think there was a lot of smoke over the last couple of weeks. Coming from various people that I guess had seen this trailer and said, "Oh my gosh, this trailer!" I did. I did hear that. Too. Blow you away. Yeah. This movie's gonna like Trillion shock you. you. Away. I, I I thought that was a little. I thought that was a little much. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was, that was a little that, much. That was a whole lot. That you know, I think it's a little overrated in that sense. Yeah, that was that was cap. It was very cap. Yeah, you know, so honest, that was cap. <laughs> so from that standpoint, it underwhelmed me because I expected to love this trailer. Mm. And, I, I mean, I came away saying, and I don't feel that much different about the movie that I did before, which is that I don't really care much about it. Um, you know, I you know, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like, this is a movie I can't say for a fact I'm going to see it when, it when it comes out. I mean, unless unless we're reviewing it, which I guess <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen. Maybe, maybe it will, depending on if there's a demand. But uh, you don't think we're gonna review New Mutants? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how things shake out. I mean, if it's be. below like ten percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and I mean, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll have a discussion, <laughs> right, right? Right. Probably. But <laughs> it's just not a movie. EJ talks about Birds of Prey, but it's just, it's just not a movie I would see. You know, unless I was you know contractually obligated to. So it is what it is. Um, I don't expect Kendall on the review podcast. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you feel like this movie will do better now than it would have? Um, given, you know, we know Game of Thrones is not well, done. Well, well, I mean, Macy was doing Game of Thrones when this movie was supposed to come well, out. Well, yeah, she was doing it, but... Do you he's feel just, like he's just saying now that, that she's a now that the Game of Thrones hype is just completely done? Basically, yeah. I don't. I don't know if her, I don't know if does that help. I don't know if her, I don't. Here's what I'll say. I I could I could you, I can see your argument that her name is bigger now that Game of Thrones is done. But I also would argue that I don't think that her name is big enough to where it makes a difference from what her name already would have done for it yeah. two years ago. Right. If that makes sense. So, I guess my answer is that won't affect it. Um, will it do better than it would have done had it came out two years ago? That's a great question. I I, I really don't know. Um, because there are a lot of factors. Like in one hand, I say, well, the Disney Marvel, even seeing the Marvel scroll in this was kind of like, oh wow, okay, interesting. Like, it, that's gonna give it something. Like that that means something to people. How much I don't know. But also the idea of a movie coming out in a timely fashion, it being promoted in a way that makes sense, like. That also means a lot. And two years in between any kind of promotion and then just dropping this movie out of nowhere, that has to hurt it too. So it's an answer we'll never fully know. My gut tells me that this movie will end up doing okay. I don't think so. But that's just that's my. But gut. I don't know. I, that's, I it's, know. A, it's a gut feeling. I don't. Yeah. I can't. I can't. Like you, I, you could be right. I'm yeah. not going to argue on. This it. also for There's me very a lot of reasons why I can say that. See why this movie does terribly. <laughs> this also comes with. I don't think this is going to be that good of a movie but at the same time in the same token would they even release this if this was a bad movie right and that's the other thing where I, I get the feeling that maybe this will be decent it'll get good word of mouth um i gotta give them a shout out to magic having the uh the metal arm come out and the sword i mean that's like that's a great money shot for anyone who loves new mutants and loves the x-men like like the fact that she's even in this movie is really cool but like the fact that they gave us that shot of her 
definitely was something I was looking forward to and I was really excited about. But the the, the last thing we'll wrap up on this week, which is what I want to talk about with this kind of catastrophe that happened after they came out with the trailer, which again was well received, was a, a website that came out um, that was a Disney website that somehow made a mistake because the D23 website said that the New Mutants movie was a new addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which completely and utterly shocked everyone. I'm assuming it also shocked Kevin Feige uh, because we had heard nothing about this movie being a part of the MCU. In fact, we really hadn't heard them say anything about anything with this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So we had, we all assumed because there was no reporting, there was no, it, it wasn't on a slate. Like there's no reason to believe this was part of the MCU. Though we knew this movie was coming out. But who knew? Like, maybe there was going to be something that was different. So when this happened, everybody ran with it. The internet went crazy. Oh, my God. We have mutants in the MCU. These are the first mutants we're being introduced to. <laughs> I it's, don't know. It anybody of, that was part of Fox's movie. Like, how did this, how is this happening? Did Disney <laughs> really change the movie a lot? And, like, everybody's head just went going racing a zillion miles an hour. Kendall, probably being smart, made the case that this can't be real. This doesn't make any sense. And, and and then later on, that was taken off of the website, which is basically our sign to say, that's not true. It's not part of the industry. It's just a It was just a bad PR guy, some social media intern mm-hmm. that, you know, <laughs> misspoke, you know, stepped a little out of line, thought like, it was an MCU man. Oh, the mutants. Oh, yeah, they're with the Iron Man. Uh, Thor, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, MCU, MCU, that's what we call it, right? Marvel movies are the MCU. That MCU. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they just that's what they put Marvel Cinematic they're not technically wrong from like a very basic standpoint but you right. just gotta know that if you say Marvel Cinematic Universe it's a very specific brand I'm cr- it's crazy to me that like Disney has somebody hired there that like would write something like that with yeah. it being with it being so no, wrong this was, a, this was like a Disney Twitter account right this was a D23.com news yeah. brief so, cause what's funny is that like I thought it was weird I thought it was unique that like earlier in the year or last year, I should say. That's when we're in 2020. But um, at some points last year, when we we were getting tweets from Disney accounts about Dark Phoenix, I was like, "This is really weird." Yeah, that was weird. Like Disney or t- Disney tweeting about you know go see the the X Men. Like they want the ba- they want the bag no matter yeah, what. Yeah, they yeah they're like this is our money now. <laughs> but it was just so bizarre. But they just they wouldn't make that fumble. Uh, go see the 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 MCU's X Men, the Marvel, I mean, the X Men of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The article referred to the new mutants as quote serious a, the the seriously exciting you know, excuse me seriously electrifying new addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, talk about a loaded statement. I mean, s- seriously electrifying new addition. I mean, that's <laughs> it wasn't just like a throwaway line like oh this this uh, a new part of the MCU is like. You called it a seriously electrifying new edition? Like, that sounds like news. Like, which is why I could see people running with it. And clearly this is someone that probably didn't even watch the trailer. Like, because what's, what's electrifying and... I don't know. This is a very dark and kind of dreary trailer. I mean, I, again, I don't know if it was written by a PR form. I don't know if it's a freelancer. Like, it's it really, truly does surprise me that... And I'm, I'm, I'm clicking on the website now because I'm still really curious... Well, now it's just gone. It's gone. The whole website, <laughs> the whole article is gone. Um, but uh, after they only wrote the statement, they removed the whole article. I don't know who wrote it, but you got to find out their name. It is, and I'm not trying to out the person. <laughs> but, but Where just, do they live? 
Uh, but it is surprising to me. Where they go to school? <laughs> Are they still employed by Disney? <laughs> Why? Um, shout out to that person, man. I, I'm sure yeah, they not they, shout out to them. This is an honest mistake. Yeah, I'm sure this has been a, a rough day. A rough. If you're listening, EJ wants to talk to you. <laughs> um, but it is, but it is crazy to me that like someone who they hired, whether it be a freelancer or maybe someone in staff, didn't know that that would be groundbreaking news. Like mm-hmm. that, that 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 news would break the internet. Because well, clearly, that's cause to, me, to me, that's the only way that this happens. Like someone ha- yeah. to, didn't know what they were doing. I guess that's that. that's easy for us to say, but like I imagine, like if you're working for Disney, it's very specific. The MCU is not like you don't not. I don't think everyone calls Marvel the MCU, for example. Right. Like Marvel movies are just Marvel movies. So you kind of think sometimes they think they're all the same. Yeah. We know those types of people. Or we yeah. know people but don't that you just think don't even. Cinematic universe is a specific phrase that if you use it, you know what you're talking about. Possibly. Maybe. But do they know that? There's a difference between a non-MCU movie right. and an MCU movie. Or do they feel that maybe they're all in the world? I think they man. clearly know because they said this was a new edition. Well, I guess a new edition given that, like, Disney has Marvel. So now, uh, or, you know. But no, but you're saying that they, if they don't know the difference, then they would have been like. They're all in Marvel. Itself. Right. Exactly. But I guess so maybe they person knew the difference because they made this But thing. it may not even be a thing of, like, we bought them. I think they know from that. I think if, I think they know X-Men, Mutant, that type of thing. But, like, it may just be, like, this is a new movie. You know what I mean? Like, Black Widow is the newest. I mean, maybe not Black Widow, but Shang-Chi is the newest edition. You know? And the New Mutants are the newest edition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I guess for the way I would look at it is, like, if, if Disney hired you, EJ, to be the PR intern for, you know, Pixar... You know, mm-hmm. would you, like, know the exact difference of one Pixar movie to the other and, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, for me, you know. I mean, as someone who works in news and who has to write about things all the time that I know nothing about. Right. Like, you try to be very careful and be very generic. And, yeah, sometimes you do write things that you realize, oh, that means something different and I shouldn't have wrote it like that. So, it, it can happen. It just, it's stunning. Now, the one the one thing I have to say, because I don't think, uh, I don't believe there's been any statement that's come out um, that I don't believe there's any statement that's come out from Disney about this. <laughs> Forgive me if I'm wrong. There are no mutants in the MCU. But <laughs> they did not come out with a statement about this. So I can't help but ask did this guy spill the beans? Or person spill the beans? It's funny you asked that, EJ. Like, could this, could this actually be the introduction to mutants in some way that's related to the MCU that we weren't supposed to know about. That, that's, that's interesting because this this story is ties in similar. We're, we're going to talk, I guess, quickly after this about Morbius. But Oh, yes. I did say it. I yeah. forgot. I said it last week, but we got to talk about Morbius. But in something that connects to Morbius is that we're going to get... There's reports out there that the Morbius movie is going to be connected to uh, Spider-Man. Yes. And that we're going to get J. Jonah Jameson in the movie, uh, J.K. Simmons, J. Jonah Jameson, and that we're going to get, probably will get Tom Holland, but we'll get references to Far From Home in that movie, and that he's maybe wanted, wanted posters and stuff. So if all that's in that movie, that's pretty much confirms that that's a quote-unquote MCU movie. Um, so if that's the case, and that's a Sony movie... Not out of the realm of possibility that they do the same thing with New Mutants. Yeah, I mean it's, it's it's just 
it is something that's interesting to me because Marvel, you would have thought that at some point somebody would have said that ain't true. So they just deleted it and just it, it's so ridiculous. Like Kendall was saying, like it seems so ridiculous that like maybe they would think we're smart to be like, yeah, just delete that joint. That's not real, and then move on from it. But they they they've been very coy about this movie, and it doesn't. It seems weird as to why they are being so coy. It's a property that they don't that they didn't want. They they got lapped, dropped onto them. You could just say, yeah, here's a movie. It's you know, it was something they did. We wanted to put it out, and here it is. The fact that they're just not saying anything about it. Then this was the first thing we saw. So of course, because it was the first thing we heard from them, they people ran with it. Then they just disappears immediately. I don't think that this is an MCU movie. I want to make that clear. But I want to make sure also I'm on the record for asking the right questions because mm-hmm. how they're acting about it is fascinating. I think it is worth noting. Um, but I do, like Kendall said, quickly uh, want to mention uh, Morbius. We're supposed to be getting a trailer possibly Monday. So you may, Tomorrow, yeah. yeah, you may be, you may have seen the trailer before we saw it as we were recording this podcast. Um, but if it didn't come out, um, nonetheless, we did get a leaked image of Morbius, and that image is dope. I mean, that's there's no other way to really describe it. I mean, the prosthetics meeting with I'm assuming some CGI. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, and Leto's face, all just match. It's Morbius, you know. It's and it's a, it's one very tight close up shot, so we don't have anything else to go off of. But if you're talking about giving comic book accurate depictions of, you know, your characters, I mean, Sony deserves an A plus from that shot. Obviously, maybe a wider shot would be like, oh, my God, well, he's wearing, you know, a three-piece suit or something weird. <laughs> you're like, that's not Morbius. So then, obviously, I would retract that. But if if that if that's where they're going, they're going to be really true to the, uh, the character, I got to give them props. Um, a lot of people have men- made the case, as Kendall said, that when we see this trailer, it's going to be a movie that you're going to now be interested in wanting to see. And if we're talking about J. Jonah Jameson and references to Spider-Man, uh, to me, that's what they got to do. That they, they, To me, Shamari, they, they got to... This is not a movie like Venom where it's going to sell itself to me. I think you do have to hammer home Spider-Man with this to make it work. Because nobody cares about vampires anymore. Nobody knows who Morbius is. And I think people are just going to be confused if you didn't do it that way. So, give the comic book fans what they want. So, the hardcore, hardcore Spider-Man fans, whoever they are, I don't know who these people are who love Morbius, but apparently they're out there. Give them exactly what they want. Don't change anything. And then also, for people who don't know who the hell this guy is, just hammer home Spider-Man. And so far, it sounds like Sony is doing the only thing possible to make this movie work from a marketing standpoint. And they did a great job with Venom marketing, so it's not like they don't know what they're doing, but I gotta say, right now, I gotta give them their props so far. I thought that image looked great. Um, I mean, I, w- I will give them props in so far as the image looks like Morbius. And I... <laughs> Very look, basic. The image, I mean, it looks like Morbius. The Morbius movie, it looks like... I mean, look, that's... that's I mean, we that's say really that, the most Shannon, but like... What we, I can say. But, I mean, when we got the Taskmaster <laughs> we got from, from, from Marvel, I mean, I, I do we're, think... We're we moving the goalposts, man. 
Remember, remember, I remember, you know, when Iron Man came out, we were like, yo, it looks like Iron Man, so this might be good. But we know as com- as com- long-term, long-time Henry Cavill, man, he looks like Superman. So. Yo, man, as, as long-time superhero fans, man, we stuck through with the X-Men wearing the black suits. Yeah. You know, we stuck through, uh, you know, the Doctor Doom we saw in that second Fantastic movie. Yeah. We stuck through a lot. We stuck through Batman never having a great suit. We stuck through Batman. Batman was wearing just black every movie before BVS. Yeah. Like, we have seen all these movies just run away from the source material. Yeah. So, and now, yes, we've we've been spoiled by the Marvel Cinematic Universe for sure. And even DC. Give them credit, too. They've also pretty much stuck with what we want in terms of how the characters look. But still, Morbius... Is a interesting character, and I was yeah. curious how they're gonna make him look. I was curious how Leto was gonna make was gonna now Leto. If there was anyone who's gonna be who probably would enjoy looking like that, it may be Leto. To be fair, a big Hollywood actor, <laughs> but I was curious to see if he would go through with it. So when I saw that they gave me like literally a shot that looks directly from a comic book of Morbius, I was like, wow. I didn't. I didn't, I did not think he would look like that. I looked. He looked more like a regular white dude who just looked a little gray. I'm, I'm, I was surprised. That guy looks like a bat, basically, who's a man, which is nuts that they were able to pull that off. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he looks like Morbius. You know, I mean, <laughs> like I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, he looks like Morbius in like it doesn't look bad. It looks good. They did a good Morbius, you know. But I mean, it doesn't get me. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not like take my money. I'm gonna go see Morbius day one. I gotta see the movie. <laughs> you right. know, I'm just like, all right. It's, it looks like Morbius. It's a good looking Morbius. So what's the movie gonna be about? You know, like this is when it comes to movies where the set pictures aren't gonna get me hyped. This is one of those movies. It's like, no, I need to know what this movie is. Okay, yes, I get it. You're Morbius. You know what else is gonna happen in the movie? You know, so. Um, but yeah, I mean, props to them. It looks like more. They look, it looks like Morbius. I know Sony has a lot of money. I would expect. I would expect at the very least that Morbius would look like Morbius. Yeah. So. Does, you know. Now we'll we'll see the trailer. Maybe we'll talk about this next week when we get the trailer. But like, this early, we have early positivity. Very very early, very preliminary positivity because of this picture. No, and no. maybe premature. Maybe no, premature because no. we haven't seen the trailer. But does this make you more confident in Sony? And the Spider Verse, you know, maybe connect to the MCU. You know, maybe bring no. on Craven, bring no, I, on I can't, Black Cat, I can't, Silver Sable. I can't say that because my only full body of work from Sony on their own since the end of the Garfield era is Venom. Is Venom? And, and Venom long, look, made a lot of money, man. As long, but no, I'm talking about in terms of like how I feel. <laughs> made a lot of money. And do I want to? Do I want to see I have faith that more from money. what Sony's been doing? Right. So, and Venom looked great. Yeah. You know, that, yeah, yeah, that's like, why yeah. I'm, that's why I'm not concerned so, about So, which is why Shamari, I think, is harping on, look, he looks like Morbius, but, like, what's the movie going to be? Now, again, according to people, this trailer is wild. So, may, the, so there is, there is palpable excitement for this film that, I mean, that was just, no one had. I mean, I don't think there was anyone that was... I mean, a thumbs up for this I, movie. I, I did not expect this to come out. Like, I expected the movie to eventually come I mean, out. Maybe. I mean, I kept telling. I think we had a conversation. I told you that there were people saying that, yo, they're filming 
Morbius. Yeah, and but like we're talking like about they're doing it. it now, and it it didn't seem real because it's just like yo, fam. I want to believe. I see. Right. It. But it, it is happening. It's 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 we have now a set, a photo, and we're gonna have footage. Tomorrow, yeah. Apparently. I mean, I, I, my excitement in this movie is solely centered around that Jared, the fact that Jared Leto is playing Morbius. I know. You, I know you're a Jared Leto. Yeah. yeah, he's a very, very talented actor. Um, uh, I haven't seen a role that that he's played that I disliked. So I mean, that's the only that's the only kernel of hope <laughs> that I have for this movie. I almost feel bad that he's playing this character in this movie because I don't have faith in Sony. But I mean, I think they have at least talent in the main in the main character. But what I will say is, if we're talking about this movie really, truly trying to tie into Spider Man, Tom Holland. It does make sense why more more sense why Leto was signed on because I think Leto got burned by Warner Brothers and I think they probably promised him a lot of things that did not come to fruition. So when they pitched him Morbius, which could not have been exciting on the surface, like you're gonna play a Spider-Man villain who's a vampire, but like no one really knows who he is, and Spider-Man is not in the movie. That can't be that exciting. But if you're telling him, well, look, you know, we're going to have mad Spider-Man references. J. Jonah James is going to be in it. And, like, and like, there's a future that's clear as day as to how we're going to go about then putting you across from Tom Holland, who is the next big thing in Hollywood now. Like, I can see him saying, all right, I'll do it. And I get to be a weird vampire. This is a cherry on top of the Sunday because, you know, he loves weird roles like this it all the pieces now start to make sense because this movie to me never made sense, and I, I don't know, I don't know. This is another man. The one thing I could say about this podcast um, is that we get to cover a lot of interesting projects. I feel like I say it every week. Man, this is the most interesting project. Earlier, a couple weeks, a couple minutes ago, I said that um, one of the other movies was one of the most interesting projects uh, to, to follow in terms of Birds of Prey, and I feel like this is another one that's like, man, like Morbius is going to be. That's going to be weird. Like, how that's going to work out, I had no idea. Because it's a movie that, on the surface, doesn't make any sense. No one could come up with why a Morris movie is what we need to see right now. But Sony's going to give it to us. So um, we'll watch it one way or another. Anyway, I think that's a good place to wrap this show, guys. So I want to uh, thank you all for listening. So our first New Generation Hero Talk podcast was 2020. We got a big year lined up, exciting stuff happening on the network, New Generation uh, Podcast Network. You're going to hear some of it very, very soon. So um, so make sure you, you subscribe to this channel, New Generation Podcast Network. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also check out our YouTube channel, New Generation Media. We already have one video up for the new year. We're going to have... A lot more videos coming up very shortly. There are more, all the more sports that we have for now, but um, there will, of course, be more hero content on there as well. So, again, uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, New Generation Media. Make sure you follow us on social media. On Twitter, we're at New Generation Pod. On Instagram, we're at New Generation Podcast. Um, and on Facebook, we're New Generation Media. Shamari is on Snapchat and Instagram, MCSham22. I am on Twitter. EJ underscore Stewart and on Instagram action EJ. Thank you guys so much for listening in. The Kendall for Shamari. I'm EJ. Peace.